Welcome to Gain That Tune. It's Game That Tune, back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Welcome back. Game That Tune in your house for episode 353. My goodness, guys. A palindrome episode. Um, Man. What a show. What a game we've got tonight. It's Game That Tune, the video game music guessing game show where we each bring three songs from a game, try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We goof off. We have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for our next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the glorious David Fleming. David, welcome back to the winner's circle. Now, oh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. You have the tall order of explaining tonight's theme. Uh, the theme is Super Nintendo games. Yes. Could you that be was more specific? Tough, tough explanation. <laughs> uh, games that you can play on the Super Nintendo. Okay. You have to play them on the Super so, Nintendo. If let's say I had a, just a regular Nintendo, right, and I put a red cape on it, would mm. that would that count as a Super Nintendo? Important question. It, it would not, because a cape Fuck. doesn't make the hero super. How do you know? Fair point. If I What brought... if my Nintendo was from Krypton? And it's here on Earth? Yes. Okay, well, then the yellow sun would give it advanced ability, so certainly it would be a Super <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> Wait, but have you ever tried to play a video game on a TV in direct sunlight? It's impossible. <laughs> it's called Boktai. It. <laughs> yeah. Let's all pretend we knew what Jesse meant by that. Um, but yeah, it was, so, uh, it was a Game Boy Advance game that had like a light sensor, so you had to yeah. play certain parts. Yeah, right. Hideo Kojima made it because he's a fucking <laughs> madman genius. With the direct sunlight, you're right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, all those things probably qualify as Super NES games, but really, David, what a theme you've chosen for tonight's show. Uh, you know, Super Nintendo. Uh, a system that we all loved and uh, have great affection for, something that we've featured throughout the history of Game That Tune. Uh, I would, uh, if my current spreadsheet is correct, uh, I would say that we've featured about, uh, hold on, I'm calculating, 142 Super Nintendo games in the history of Game That Tune. You know, lower number than I thought, quite frankly. This is episode 353, and we've had uh, 142 SNES games. You know, not counting uh, not counting redo episodes, so I'm sure that that number of episodes that we featured SNES games is greater than, uh, than that. But, you know, some, some could make the argument that we've discussed all the SNES games that are worth discussing. So I'm really curious about this theme tonight and really looking forward to talking about what I'm guessing will be a series of like Kmart clearance 
Super Nintendo games. These are going to be some fucking barrel scrapers, baby. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I feel like it, it's not possible on tonight's show. And it wouldn't be appropriate if we made it to episode 353 of Game That Tune with a classic SNES game still to discuss. I feel like it's going to be an interesting little show tonight. David, did you anticipate that when selecting this theme? I did, and I may or may not have looked at the list and realized that there may or may not be one or two noteworthy, worthwhile titles to discuss. Mm, well, I'm very intrigued I guess you'll by have that. To keep watching and find out. And I guess you'll have to give us your definition of worthwhile. So that's what we're here to discover tonight. What's left for us to talk about on the SNES? Uh, we got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request, and guys, we just gotta pop that cartridge in and start up the game. Oh, it's uh, not starting. Hold on, let me just hit the little. Let me flick just the power button. Oh, hold on, and that jiggle it freezes it, David, you idiot. Um, let me, you know, hit the. <laughs> now that hold on, I got a blow in it. This uh, has it been proven or not whether or not blowing in it breaks it. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Then don't wait for an answer. Blow anyway. I'm not Johnny. I'm not interested in hearing the end of any sentences tonight. (laughs) Okay, okay. Hold on. Let's see if that starts game one. Not a good foley. Nothing. No. Okay, hold on. Okay, I gotta press the. Do you do that thing yeah. where you have to press it on and off over and over and over again until yeah, the red light right. is solid? Yeah, you know, Okay, Put hold on. Put a cartridge now. on top of the cartridge. Oh, that was my favorite. Is that trick. what works? You can't on do a, it on an SNES not, though. Not on a Super Nintendo. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, John, you have didn't you checked. Is the TV on channel three or channel four? Oh shit. Okay. Um. Let me just see. Okay, now. Oh, it's on input. Okay, no, I don't have those cables for the stream. Okay. Mm. All right, let me just try it one more time. RF adapter. All right. Try it now, Jen. Woo!
All right, guys. So, man, what a first game this is. Uh, in the North American version of this game, the blood is colored red, while the Japanese version uses sweat. This was a contrary to Nintendo's then uh, current censorship policy uh, regarding blood being used in their games. guys you know we got some uh, we got some slapping tunes tonight they're hitting hard they're so quite uh, super indeed super tunes uh make that the theme for the show somehow uh so guys let's uh let's see some answers <laughs> oh Wow. Okay. So Johnny says super surfboard. Sadly incorrect. <laughs> Jesse says super Sonic the Hedgehog, which is not a thing, unfortunately. And David, I guess, is in the ballpark with Conan the Barbarian. But uh, no, David, I'm sorry. This uh, this is not Conan the Barbarian, which man, I, I'm not even sure there is Conan the Barbarian game for SNES, but quite frankly, I'm into it. No, this is a uh, much more reality-based sporting game. Uh, This game is Boxing Legends of the Ring. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. Boxing Legends of the Ring. I thought it was Boxing Colon Legends of the Ring, but no, <laughs> it's it's Boxing Legends of the Ring. Um, a boxing game for the SNES made by um, Sculptured Software, published by Electro Brain. And, uh, you know, what a interesting boxing game this is. I'm curious if anybody back in the day, I'm talking all of us, me included, I, I haven't played this game. Did anybody play a game, a boxing game prior to like the Nintendo 64 that wasn't in the Punch-Out series? Yes. What do you got, Jesse? Um, Evander Holyfield's uh, that boxing game for the Sega Genesis. Oh, damn. Good. Okay. Word. It had the, the giant sprites that looked really cool. You're like, wow, yeah. Sega Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Damn. Bite this ear, baby. <laughs> Johnny, have you ever played a boxing game that's not a punch-out game? Absolutely not. I'm now expanding the question. Have you ever well, in your life n- rem- remembered playing a boxing game that wasn't part of the punch-out series? <laughs> well, Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey has the fight mini game. Does that count? He's right. No, that's not oh. boxing, man. That's dirty boxing. It's boxing on ice with skates on. That's not fair. That's not within the rules of boxing. <laughs> there, there was another boxing game I used to rent that was on PlayStation 2. I think it was called, like, Majime no Ippo. And it was, like, based on this, like, uh, manga and anime series. And the boxing, and it was really cool. And, like, you'd always, like, finish, like, the, the match doing, like, some, like... Like kind of anime boxing move. It was it was a pretty fun Word. game. I rented it a cool. bunch. Uh, you know, wow. Okay, David. What about you, man? Boxing games. I'm trying to keep it pre. Uh, you know, Nintendo 64. Boxing games prior to 3D games. What you got besides Punch Out? Anything? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, I rented one time the game Ring Kings. Um. <clears throat> And uh, I remember my parents coming to, like, coming into the living room while I was playing it. And when the, like, trainer tries to, like, pump you up in between matches, it looks like he's blowing you. And I was not allowed to rent that game ever again. <laughs> so what, what kind of blowing video game did you rent? Yeah, I thought you said this was a boxing game, not a two men blowing each other game. Get this out of our house. I can't believe we, we know about this. Uh, That's my favorite genre of video game. Two guys blowing each other <laughs> on the SNES. <laughs> oh man, I, you know, I, your parents don't seem like pearl clutchers, though, David. So I'm surprised to learn that. But um, yeah, so this is uh, you know, Boxing Legends of the Ring. A, it's I was trying to figure out you know who these uh, legends are. But, you know, more importantly to the titling of this, you know, I was thrown off by The Ring always being capitalized. This is a licensed game based on the uh, American boxing magazine, The Ring. Oh, it's not that <sighs> Japanese horror movie? It's not. Oh. But, you know, so so the license in this game is The Ring, the apparently notable boxing magazine that's existed since 1922. Uh, finally, in 1993, they got their game. <laughs> And it's kind of cool because it's uh, it's like a multi-generational boxing game where, you know, legends from various eras get to face off with each other. Unfortunately, there's only nine legends in the game. Uh, it is kind of cool, though. You can create your own boxer uh, and like 
you can adjust their stats in pretty cool ways. Like you can, uh, you get like overall stats to put on like power, you know, on like punch power, stamina, and chin. So you can like take a punch. And obviously, if I was making, the, if I was playing the game, I would put everything on fucking punch power. Like what else are you doing? I'm not gonna get hit in this game. Um, but then as you're creating your boxer, you get to like put attributes on specific punches. So it's like, oh, I got a good right hook or like I got a good, you know, strong uppercut. Like, but, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting little create a boxer back in the, the SNES days. And the boxing action is pretty cool. You're boxing against, you know, big, uh, big sprites. They kind of move in like a fun way. And, uh, you know, I'm a little confused by it. Like, is it has there ever been? A game like uh, Punch Out feels like the right presentation for like old school boxing, you know. Like I get that like Little Mac is made little because of the of what they have to present there. Like you you have to be able to show your character and the entire other character, so it makes sense that Little Mac is a hundred pounds and fighting three hundred pound giants. You know, in this game the sprites are like relatively the same size, and like you're playing over the shoulder of your guy. And like you can't always see what the other guys doing because they're like equal size. It doesn't quite work. It's an interesting like boxing presentation, but it seems pretty fun. Like you got a lot of moves that everybody's got little portraits that show the damage in like real time. And there's fucking blood. It's like it's like Rocky boxing. Like you're punching and blood's flying everywhere and you're fucking watching your opponent's little avatar like have his eyes you know start to swell shut it's like yeah okay this is pretty good man <laughs> like it's you know big guys beating each other up blood flying all over the place and um yeah just a fun interesting uh boxing game for the snes and I uh, I know you guys are huge boxing fans and like if you were to buy this you get to play as so many fantastic boxing legends the thing that makes it interesting is it's not a heavyweight game it's a middleweight hmm. boxing game so it's it's middleweight boxing legends which i feel is an underrepresented group of boxers in video games and generally in society society only gives a fuck about heavyweight boxing so that is going to bring us to i think our first lightning round of the evening first <laughs> All right, so guys, this is uh, this is a quick elimination lightning round. Like I said, there are nine middleweight boxing legends in Boxing Legends of the Ring, and I want to know if any of you guys are capable of naming a middleweight boxer from any period of history. So, oh, no, I just want you guys to name one of the nine boxers that's in this game. <laughs> oh, um, and we're gonna start with the biggest boxing fan here, David. Fuck. <laughs> um, these and just so you know, these boxers date all the way back as far as like the forties. Middle. So, when did boxer. this game come out? Nineteen ninety-three. Not in the nineteen forties. Um. Fuck. Name a middleweight boxer that's in this game. I'm almost positive he's a heavyweight, but Butterbean? Oh my god, he's God like damn. very heavyweight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, middle height, but super heavyweight. Good Fuck. lord. Fuck you. Yeah, okay, no. Butterbean at this time was not a legend of the ring. Uh, so David is eliminated. Uh, Johnny, give us a middleweight boxer. 
<sighs> I feel like I saw an episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza thought he saw something named Sugar Ray, and I feel like it was there's boxing. Uh huh. Where are so you? So I'm gonna say Johnny, Sugar I, Ray. I don't, Johnny. You're, I'm gonna need you to be more specific. There's <gasps> yeah. two Sugar Rays in this yeah. game. Oh, can I just have one of them? I'm so close. <laughs> just give me the last name of a famous Sugar Ray that boxes. Uh, Leota. Oh! <laughs> Sugar Ray Leota. <laughs> Good Sorry, Johnny. That, he, he passed away recently, and his nickname was Leather, not Sugar. Um, Leather Ray? So, Leather Ray Leota. <laughs> Uh, no, Sadly, but, knowing that, I can now name one of them. <laughs> I'll give Johnny a half point for knowing Sugar Ray, because uh, both Sugar Ray Leonard and Sugar Ray Robinson are in this game. Well done, Johnny. Uh, Jesse, name us uh, name us a middleweight uh, boxer. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Johnny took both Sugar Rays. <laughs> man, he might be a lightweight. Uh Oscar De La Hoya. Ooh, yeah, too light for this game. Sorry, Fuck. man. No, uh, no Oscar De La Hoya. So yeah, that completes the lightning round. Uh, the following Knock famous out. middle, <laughs> following famous middleweight boxer in the game: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Thomas Hearns, James Tony, marvelous Marvin Hagler, Jake Lamada, the subject of the movie Raging Bull. Uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, and of course, Rocky Graziano. We all love Rocky Graziano. He was born in 1919. We know so, this guy, right? <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard's the only one I've ever heard of. So. I mean, I've heard of Marvin Agler, but, uh, and Jake LaMotta from Raging Bull. You I've seen Raging the movie, Bull? but I didn't realize that that's, he was real. <laughs> yeah, he I is. was going to say, like, wasn't... <laughs> Didn't De Niro put on so much weight for Raging Bull? Like, yeah. Was he a middleweight? Do you not realize that you know De Niro is like a little shrimpy bitch? He had to put on a bunch of weight just to play a middleweight boxer. It's wild, man. No, I I don't have a, a close personal friendship with De Niro like you do. Call him out right now. Tell him. Yeah. Tell him on yeah. stream. Make it official, David, that you didn't realize that Robert De Niro was a shrimpy little bitch. He's watching right oh, now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Robert De Niro, you mean the bitch? <laughs> Wait, that's where you get your music? Oh my god, Is that the, the new that lives under the, the bridge new... and imports records. That's where you get your BTS. Uh, I have K pop records, David. Could you milk me? <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 anyway.
Alright, gentlemen. Um, for this game, uh, in the Game Boy version, um, if you enter a special code while at the demo screen, it will show a uh, developer's message saying this uh, in all caps, PICT OF LOGON PRESENTS YOU THIS OTHER PART OF THE DEMO, THE 3D SCROLL DEMO. Welcome to the Amstrad cheat. Everybody wants to be greeted in a Game Boy game, I know. Greetings to all CPC freaks. Very special thanks to BC or BSC and Kangaroo Music of HJT. Without BSC's sound tracker and Kangaroo's composing abilities, there would not be any cool music in this game. Donke Thorsty und Oli. The Amstrad CPC is an 8-bit home computer and was published in Europe back in 1984. It is like a Game Boy with color screen and keyboard. Memory full. Bye. I was just saying in the chat, I think that's the most words we've ever had in a piece of trivia. I accidentally skipped over, uh, like, uh, like eight words. There's I'm more! Sorry. Yeah. Well, you better redo Do it. it again. Give us a fresh yeah, take on this that. wrong, I'm gonna blame the incorrect yeah. trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> Alright, let's see some answers. Oh, man. Okay, so oh! so David drew a penis where the, his balls are also a controller in the weird, uh, like a cyberpunk world. That's incorrect. I have questions about that um, setup. And, <laughs> and John and Johnny have the correct answers with Prehistoric Man. This is uh, Prehistoric Man from the, um, the Super Nintendo. This is the third game in the series. What? Um, yeah, there, I was shocked to find out that there's uh, uh, Prehistoric, then there's uh, Prehistoric 2, and then there's Prehistoric Man. <laughs> hmm. And so... Uh, well, thank God they finally got to the man. Yeah. Um, well, I think what's weird is you play as a caveman in all the, all the game. Okay. I, I, I feel like that's that's not how evolution works. Like you don't go from single cell to two cell to man. Like it's missing some steps there. Yeah. Um. But I, I just want to say I was going to say something about you know the series over time confirming its gender. I don't feel qualified to make a joke about that. 
So I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, so Jesse, talk about Prehistoric Man. So this is on the Super Nintendo um, portion of the Nintendo online service. So, Wait, oh, you're, you're right. It's a it's an obscure-ass caveman yeah, game, so a, of course it's on everybody's Switch. <laughs> do, do you know how many caveman games are on Super Nintendo? Is it like six? Uh, one, it's, there's four on the serve, on the Nintendo online oh, service, which is damn. still a lot. Like, it, for, in the 90s, dude, for some reason, I guess people thought we wanted uh, caveman video games, because there's I mean, way more than... Like, and I was thinking, I was like, May is the connection dinosaurs? Because that's still, like, not right. Because when you're a kid and you like dinosaurs, the cavemen are, like, the, the not even a, th a thought. You're like... But how, how would you interact with the dinosaurs if not as a caveman, Jesse? Think about it. I guess, but... Time traveler? Mm -mm. Jurassic I mean, Park? Typically, no one I likes would, that. I would pretend to be a dinosaur. Um... Now, I True. did have a, a strange upbringing and um, was shown the movie Caveman starring Ringo Starr, where no one speaks English except, well, they do find some smart cavemen later on that try to teach them how to use fire and they can speak English, but all the other cavemen do not. It's it's a very strange movie. That they all sounds like, like a gold. bad Planet of the Apes ripoff. <laughs> N not at all. <laughs> not, at, no, okay. it's, <laughs> not that at all. Yeah. No, no. Um, hmm. But Ringo does make a pretty good caveman. It's interesting. Um, I can see that. So easily um, the ugliest beetle. There's a famous lady in it too. It's not Raquel Welsh. It's one of those like you know you, when you hear the name you're like oh yeah it's one of those ladies. Um, Is it Eric Clapton's wife? Um, no, 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 no. George Harrison was wait, busy do, with her. I was gonna say, wait, do I even have the right beetle? Yeah, no, that was George Harrison's situation. <laughs> Get my old musical yeah. cheating references confused. But, oh. but so playing this but, game, okay, real quick. Hold okay. on, I will say about like you know the logic behind so many caveman games. Games are supposed to transport us to places that we haven't been and that are you know fantastical and far out and you know things that we haven't experienced so logically in the 90s why not a bunch of fucking caveman games instead of looking forward and doing futuristic shit how about cavemen also yes seriously jurassic park came out in 1993 that can't be overstated how important that is to try and find ways to give kids dinosaurs on the video games like unless you're playing as sam elliott the uh, Neil, the, then you know you gotta play as a caveman. <laughs> Just it's the it's the facts of life. There's no way for a kid to interact with a dinosaur in a cartoonish and silly setting without being a caveman. Well, I mean, the only way you deal with dinosaurs in this game is by killing them, and that's hell yeah. Up. Um, the dream of man and comet alike. So yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, though, that of all the caveman games on the Nintendo online service, this one might be the best. Um, like, I guess, you know, Joe and Mac has its fans, but I found this game to be very playable and downright amusing at times. Um, 
there's like different like level types like sometimes you'll enter a level and there's like an old man who's like you have to find these three things and then like you have to go and um it's kind of like a like a s small metroidvania-esque level uh where you have to like hmm. go do certain things to like find uh like uh, secret <laughs> passages and whatnot um so that's fun god damn it um <laughs> There's a, a really cool paraglider level that I feel like uh, works better than the cape in Mario World. Um, Whoa. Like, I was able to oh, pick up wow. on it. And You're it saying was, this game that wasn't a launch title for the SNES found a way to make yeah. something work a little better? I am, I am. I'm saying that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, <laughs> Hot take. Would you say that this game is... Uh, in the uh, family tree, maybe atop the family tree for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. No. Oh, okay. Um, what? No, because like, see, what? Paragliding. Oh, that's different, though. I mean, like. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm it's, sure it's it very different. Because I'm talking about like, <laughs> I, the cape. I, in the cape with Mario Bros. in Super Mario World, you like go up and down to like get momentum and stuff. And that's how Word. this thing works. It works just like the cape, but but better. Um, okay. But see, eventually, Breath of the Wild makes sense. Paraglider. It's it, sure. it could be the missing link. It could be between between Super Mario World and Breath of the Wild. This game. Yeah. I mean, it it, it could. No one knows how we got from there yeah. to where we are. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Scientists are working around the clock. What the Legend the... of Zelda, Link, and the dinosaurs were here at the same time. Yeah. There were those, uh, like, Deku leaves that you would, uh, in the other game. Yes, in the Garden of Eden, they covered their genitals with the Deku leaves. You're right. Oh. Okay, are we talking about dinosaurs or are we talking about the Garden of Eden? Because I don't think those two things go together. <laughs> they, oh, they do. Absolutely they do. Remember when the Brontosaurus uh, yeah. covered his genitals with the Deku leaves? And you can learn all about it if you would just read your Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the Hyrulean Bible. David, God. I just listen, David, by, you know, since it just came up, I accidentally sent you 30,000 Bibles. If you could keep <laughs> a thousand and send the other 29,000 back, I'd greatly appreciate it. Yeah, if you could send me back one naked woman <laughs> covered in a Deku leaf. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jesse. Let's talk about your thing. <laughs> oh, it's so it's 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 a, just a you know pretty good. Um, I went through like eleven levels, and I think there's probably maybe three more. So like, I played a lot of this game. It's like I mm. said, it's not bad. It was it's fun. The animations are pretty good. The plot of the game. Is dinosaurs uh, came into your camp at night and stole all your food, so you're trying to go find the dinosaurs, and on on your way you are collecting food. So in between stages, uh, this old man is like, "How much food did you collect for the village?" And if you didn't collect enough, he's like, "Well, geez, that's not enough to feed everybody. I guess we're gonna have to go hungry. Some hero you are." But if, but if you collect a lot, he's like real happy. And he's like, oh, we're going to have a feast. And all the food looks like food from McDonald's. Like it's all cheeseburgers and like French fries and like a red uh, French fry thing. There's like yeah, tracks. And it's like, what are these cavemen eating? Occasionally, yeah, though, I mean, you do get like a big cave or not cave, big cake or like a big, big like a uh, chunk of meat or like a big thing of cheese. <laughs> 
but everything else is like cheeseburgers and french fries and and milkshakes. I mean, that, that tracks with what we know of written history, man. And again, you can read all about it in the Bible. Yeah. Um, you know, they had their McDonald's. God bless America. So, you know, my question is, if, you know, if these dinosaurs were stealing food, the important question is, and it's an, it's an important question to ask with regards to cavemen, you know, were these dinosaurs smarter than the average man? I don't know. I You know, I haven't. I've fought mostly like spiders and other like and, and like apes and stuff. Um, there are some like tiny dinosaurs you fight. I did fight one boss that was a pretty big dinosaur that did shoot fire. So maybe he was actually a dragon or a wyvern or something. I'm not sure. Was it wearing a hat and a um, little like a collar with a tie? No, he was standing behind a tree and he kept like poking his head out and like you had to like hit him with your um your uh. Club. Club. That's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> you could also get another weapon. I wasn't sure what it was, but you, like, throw this, like, green animal at, at, at other things, and, like, the green animal, like, uh, is, like, kind of like a homing attack, which is handy. And was it the I, Great Gazoo? No, 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 this isn't the Flintstones. Um, what? Also... <laughs> You can get a spear, and it will stick in the wall, and you can jump on the spear to make you jump higher. So it, like, there's, like, cool, like, puzzle platforming involved with, like, you know, throwing your spear and, and jumping on it and stuff. So, like, it's it's a pretty neat game. I If you got Nintendo Online Service, you know, you could do a lot worse. With, like, can you power rank the games that are currently on the uh, Nintendo Online featuring Cavemen before um, we move okay. on? Let's see. This one won. Um, uh, there was it. It's like something caper. Um, okay. Congo's caper it, or something. Yeah. Is this ahead Cape of John Mack? Um, no, that one would be three. Uh, Joe and Mac two would be two, and then Joe and Mac one would be four. So okay. I feel like there were so many more caveman games. I feel like that was really a fun thing to dunk on Nintendo for for a while. They're like, why are you continuing to give us weird, like, Jellico caveman games? <laughs> so, I mean, no, there's a lot of weird shit on that thing. Like, yeah. I, was, I played a bunch of these games and and to try to figure out what I wanted to play the, this time and for the show. I mean, Prehistoric Man honestly. was just too fun to, s to stop playing, so... As long as Nintendo is just going to load the Switch online service with fucking weird SNES games, like, why not just load it with all of them or, like, pick even weirder games, like movie tie-in games and yep. shit. Like, just get stupid. If you don't feel like giving everybody the goods, give them the bads. Yeah, <laughs> like, give me the Home Improvement Power Tool Pursuit game. Yeah. Yeah. Let everybody play that shit with save states, and you can oh. play it online multiplayer, and, you know, God... Oh man, that'd be uh, that's the dream. We'll give see. That, give us that Noah's Ark game. Yeah, yeah, why not? Give us uh, again. Give us everything, or give us just the good things. All <laughs> or give nothing, us nothing. Nintendo. Don't don't All keep dripping out these. Don't keep just dripping out caveman games. Give us good things. God damn it. That's another <laughs> game. Yes. Game three. <laughs>
Right, so, uh, this game allowed you to build custom teams for every mode in the game, save all-star mode. Um, so, while y'all are writing down your answers, I do want to give a special thanks to our requester. Uh, this request came from our Discord from Acre, so thank you very much. Now, let's see some answers. Alright, so uh, Johnny says Super Baseball Power Rangers, sadly incorrect. Jesse says Super Hang On, also incorrect. And John Harrington has the correct answer. This is Extra Innings. Mm-hmm. How many? Um, as many as it takes, know, baby. I don't think it actually specifies. It is um, interesting they would name a game after something that is not necessary to every game of baseball. Unless this game strictly takes place in overtime of baseball, in which case, I don't know, I guess that's fun. Um, no, it's it's just a regular SNES baseball game. Um, I'm glad you chose it, a- David, because you are a huge baseball fan, so you will be able to speak at length about this game and about your favorite ways in which it emulates real baseball. And uh, I assume the rosters of each team and whether or not they were true to... Uh, the uh, the teams at the time of this game's release. What was this released in nineteen ninety two or so? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Awesome. Um, so this game actually features unique made up teams. Wait a um, minute. I was joking all that shit. Is this uh, is this Bobson Dugnut? Were those what? were those words? Is this but fucking Bob's? I heard no, it's, Bob's it's, on dogs it, nuts. Is that what you just is said? This, is this Sleeve McDykel? John, I think you've had enough beer for the night. <laughs> no, it, it, no. I mean, I'm, I'm really asking. Is this fucking the game with like the, all the funny names? Fucking like Mike Truck and <laughs> Dwig no, Wartrigal and that's a real thing, no, guys. I, I don't John believe is right. so. Raul Chamberlain or whatever. Like, <laughs> you guys don't know that. Um, you, you, this is not that game. No. Okay, so no Ray McSriff? No. Damn. Um, I'm gonna but just, yeah, you're, I gotta pull that image it, up. <laughs> it features a unique art style. It's very, like, cartoony anime. Like, I don't want to necessarily say kawaii, but it is pretty kawaii. Um, like, all the sprites are kind of deformed with big heads and huge, like, facial expressions and all that. It's a cute game. Um, it's a solid... Uh, baseball game 
And yeah, um, you can make your own custom teams. And what was cool about it was you could choose your players and put them in whatever position. And your team was given a set amount of points. So you could allocate those points however you wanted. So you could have like a strong defensive team or you could have like just a shit ton of hitters um, and that kind of thing. It had some really cool ideas, um, but it did not unfortunately feature real Major League Baseball teams. Um, it had created teams. Um, there were 12 created teams in the game, which is going to bring us to our second lightning round. Oh! So, um, so it there were 12. <laughs> doesn't have all the fun, funny players I was saying, but it does have made up teams. Yes. That's good um, enough. So, as I said, there were uh, 12 teams that in the game. So, I'm going to give you the name of a team. Um, none of them are tied to a particular city. So, it's just the team name, not like, you know, Chicago oh, Cubs. Yeah, they're not it's, even geographical teams. They're just teams. Yeah, so I'm going to give you the name of a team, and you have to tell me if it is correct or not. Um, and I absolutely prepared for this lightning round, so uh, this is me making sure that I have a place to keep score. Um, Wait, so honest so question. When you say correct or not, do you mean that this was a, a team that appears in the game or not? Or do you mean that this is a real baseball team or not? <laughs> like, oh, that's a fair question. What, yeah, what do you mean by correct is, here? Is this, not a foul. is this a team that's in the game? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Okay, um, so we're going to start off with John, the Valiants. Hmm. That sounds like it is in the game. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so next we have Jesse, the Bunkers. Yes. That is correct. Oh, man. Um, John Regan, the Raptors. You made that up. That's not the game. That is correct. Oh, man. Jurassic Park hadn't come out yet, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so back to John, the Reigns. The Reigns? Like, uh, R-A-I-N-S. You blessed them down in Africa? Yeah. Roman? Um, no, not those kind. That's why I asked the clarifying fucking question, Jesse. Um, I'm going to go with no, no reigns. That is in the game. Ah, what a <laughs> dumb team name. Um, that team name's Jesse, the drizzling shits. Jesse, the tomatoes. Um, yes. That is not in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny, back to you. The stocks. I bet that's in the game. That is correct. Oh, man. Stocks like stock market? Yeah. S-T-O-C-K-S. Okay. Weird. No, the torture device. Uh, <laughs> the stockades, Jesse. Oh. Um, oh, God. John, the bees. The bees? The bees. <laughs> Thinking about those bees. I'm thinking about those bees. <laughs> I'm gonna to say clarify, the insect, not the letter. Yeah, <laughs> both both What's are fine the by me. With the bees, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. There are bees in the game. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right, um, Jesse, the condors. Oh, you're in danger, Jesse. Be careful. <laughs> Not in the game. Oh no, that is incorrect. Oh! <laughs> Stupid bird. Um, so uh, Johnny, the motors. I bet that's in the game. That is in the game. Oh man. Good. Uh, and this is our final round, right? Sure. You tell You're us. the one that made the thing. <laughs> well, I was trying to run through the 12 teams and I, I lost track. I can, I can read uh, more nouns. <laughs> uh, anyhow, John, the surfers. No. That is in the game. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. What a lousy team of ball players that would be. No, thank you. Um, Jesse, the fireballs. Yes. That is not God in the game. Hey, you. They were called the Hadoukens. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and uh, let's say finally, Johnny, the triplets. I bet that's. I bet that's in the game. That is in the game. All right. Oh, man. Every man's dream. So, um, yeah, coming at the <laughs> end of it, um, you know what? Let's. Let's just give everybody all their points. So, John, what? you get two extra points. Jesse, you get one. Oh. And John Regan gets four extra points. Who's <laughs> fucked? <laughs> but I'm for it. <laughs> Good God. Um, Johnny knows his fake baseball teams. Exactly. <laughs> Johnny can, I don't know, choose nouns that I, may or may not be in a game. I it's make Orioles. up a lot of fake baseball, all right? <laughs> yeah. You know, Johnny has to make a lot of small talk at work. And, you know, the Orioles were good this year, but not good enough that he didn't have to discuss fake baseball at some point. So. Um, we did actually, looking at it, we went through 10 of the actual 12 teams. The other two that are in the game are the Petros and the Metallics. What was that first thing? The Petros? Petros. All right. Like, like the oil? Yes. Okay. It's just... P E T R O S. The Petros. Okay. Yeah, it's a <laughs> prefix. It's not really a word I'm familiar with. I'm just trying to. You mean the Padres? No, Jesse. That would require licensing. Oh, <laughs> that costs money. Jeez. Yeah. Listen, they couldn't even afford the regular game of baseball. They had to set the whole game in extra innings. There's no way they could afford <laughs> yeah. the San Diego Padres. <laughs> Standard Ugh. ten inning game. <laughs> it would be funny if this game is like okay, yeah, every game takes place at the conclusion of nine innings of zero to zero baseball. So <laughs> you have all these, more. you have all these chippy players, and they're all a little tired. <laughs> so, yeah, here you go. Do your best. Well, I like um, the idea that the game only takes place in extra innings. So sometimes you start a match, and you're like, actually, this match didn't go to extra innings. Your team lost, and that's it. You can move on. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay, I was going to say, you can only play extra innings. Like, <laughs> no, sorry, the other team won. You don't get to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I like the idea that you can only play an extra inning, so when you start up the game, you have to wait for the game to play itself for <laughs> oh, nine Oh, yeah, you have to simulate the whole game? Oh, man. You have to simulate the game leading up to the extra innings? Good lord. Oh. No thanks. And this is before the pitching timer. And yeah. before the, uh, the the ghost runner. So, yeah. Man, these extra innings would be what's, fucking tedious. What's the ghost runner? Um, I he's don't a know. superhero. He wears a leather jacket, goes around on a motorcycle oh, with no, like that's... a flaming skull. Baseball oh, has David, actual you're ghosts. You're thinking of Night Dick. Um, 
Fucking, uh, there is a rule now in baseball, I believe, that like if you go to overtime, if you go to extra innings, there is an automatic, you know, quote unquote, ghost runner. Everybody starts with somebody on second base. So basically, if you get a hit, there's a good chance you're going to score. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking watch baseball. That's that's, (laughs) that's weird. Ghost runners. They want to fucking make the game go faster. They're not yeah. fucking trying to make people hang out of the ballpark for six hours. You know, fuck all that. Fuck baseball in general. Um, sorry. But don't fuck uh, this game because it's n- actually pretty cool. Yeah, cute game. I like it, David. Nice pick. I, I love you picking a sports game, even though it was the request. But I love you picking a sports request. That's uh, that's progress with uh, with regards to David. So baby steps. Yes, exactly. Um, anything else? Another thank you for the requester. Whoever that was. Uh, sure, we can shout out Acre, uh, who made the request in Discord. Yep. Good uh, good times. Good request. Game four.
Alright guys, so one of the power-ups that you can collect in this game is a thumbs-up icon that increases the player's worthiness level. But the purpose of this is never explained in the manual or in the game. I love you, Johnny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Johnny realized I picked like a 40-second track for my last one. He thought it was the no, whole I th thing. I think he realized he's just like, out. <laughs> he went to, uh... Kind of just play it again when he gets back. Alright, guys, so let's see some uh, answers. Alright, everyone wrote, Wayne's World, everyone is correct. This is Wayne's World for the Super Nintendo. Man, you could have read it from each of ours, and it would have been just like the intro. Wayne's World, Wait, Wayne's <laughs> World, <laughs> Wayne's <laughs> World. Let's Party go back, time. let's do it again. Excellent. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that first Man. song was the Wayne's World theme, and in the game they put in voice samples of them saying Wayne's World over it. It's it's quite something. Swing. So we, somehow you got it without that? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Well yeah. played. And and Jesse said swing. You say that when you collect power ups in the game. Ugh. <laughs> uh, when you die, you say we're not worthy or I'm not worthy. Um, Ugh. <laughs> Is Chris Farley in this game? Uh, no. So this this game is pretty bizarre. It really does not follow the plot of the movie at all. It's, what? Uh, <laughs> the, the game opens with you're at an arcade, and um, Wayne and Garth get sucked into a video game, and Garth has been captured by a purple gelatinous cube, uh, and you have to go what? rescue him. Which is... You don't remember that part in the movie? Yeah, there is a throwaway line about a purple gelatinous cube in the movie, which is where this comes from. <sighs> yeah, because remember that one guy owns the arcades, and and he wants to make a game that you just gotta keep putting quarters in and stuff. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember really anything about <laughs> Wayne's World. Oh, you're lost. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I haven't revisited Wayne's World in a good... 29 years uh i've forgotten everything about this movie besides <laughs> the fucking the you know head banging and shit like and the stairway to heaven thing and how hot tia carrera was um i uh man no I, i've memory hold wayne's world completely <laughs> do you not even remember um robert patrick's cameo is the t1000 i do now that you say that <laughs> okay <laughs> you got me Wow, it's a fun movie. thanks, David. I bet it is! 
I went and saw it in theaters. I didn't get most of it when I was a kid. I was yeah, yeah. seven. <laughs> but yeah, my dad took me to see it. Went to Mugs and Movies in Tallahassee. Uh, in hindsight, I guess my dad drunk drive us home that night. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, probably not. Uh, no, yeah, no. Probably. It, was, it, was, it was just the cheap movie theater in town, in fairness. And also they serve food. So there was a reason to go to Mugs and Movies. You know, the Mugs... <laughs> Two reasons, mugs and movies. <laughs> so, a fun thing I, I learned about this too is um, apparently Argonaut, who made uh, Star Fox and Star Effects and all that, they were making a version of this game for the Super NES CD-ROM upgrade. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that went well. God, yeah. I wish. I really want to know. Well, they nailed was- it. <laughs> There's not much known about the game, uh, except that it, they plan to include footage from the movie uh, and a lot of heavy metal music. <laughs> Sounds kind of awesome. I mean, that but tracks. Yeah. yeah, this game's terrible. You play as like a as a bobblehead Wayne with a guitar, and you're shooting chords from the guitar at enemies. And every, everything's based on, I think, areas from the movie, but it's all very surreal because you're inside a video game. Like, there's a level where you're in a donut shop, and there's you're at the final boss. It's a giant donut that you got to fight. Um, there's the final, I mean, the final, final boss of the whole game is that, you know, weird gelatinous cube <laughs> that's holding Garth hostage. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, because there just doesn't seem to be much basis in the movie for a game. So, like, not really. It, you know, in a way, it's doing, you Maybe know, it, like it's, a telltale game. Right, exactly. But, like, in a way, it's paying homage to the movie by, like, pulling all these obscure-ass references and, like, making a whole game out of it. But in another way, it's like, why did you do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like did are they you think... asking the developers of the game, or are you asking Johnny why he picked it? I mean, both, but, yeah, I'm just picturing, like, you know, somebody poured some heart and soul into this game, and mm. I just don't, I, you know... I'm saying, in terms of like just you know pouring over the movie and being like, well, that was a laugh line. I better fucking make a video game level based on it. Like, (laughs) okay, yeah, I guess. But they're all like those big dumb air like warehouse levels. Yeah, no, it's not good. Yeah, the game's very maze like. Yeah, it's it's hard to figure out what you're supposed to do. Jeez. I love I mean, that I, they, they took the time to recreate scenes from the movie as, like, cut scenes on the Super Nintendo. Um, oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah, but they're very not every, bad. Not every movie game did that, which is strange, because you would think the Super Nintendo, it would be cutscene crazy. Like, you could technically do voice samples, you could do better graphics than the NES. All movie tie-in games on the SNES should have kind of fucked a little bit. Was, were there any extreme close-up? There actually is, using the Mode 7 graphics. Yes! <laughs> oh, okay. That's well, awesome. Damn. Pretty Back good. on board! <laughs> <laughs> I hmm. do kind of, like, respect the game for pulling all these weird references, like, to the movie, as opposed to other licensed games, like the Home Improvement game, where you're fighting dinosaurs with a power drill. Like... At least they're pulling from the source material. Right. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of cool if they explain home improvement like Tim accidentally activated some magic Benford tools and that made everything that he built come to life. That's all it takes to make home improvement. The game makes sense. They couldn't go that far. It was just like, I don't know. We're on tool time. Yeah. And now I'm fighting mummies. (laughs) Uh, Doesn't really add up. 
Yeah, you know. Uh, I don't think so, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> things kind of make sense in the Wayne's World game. In, but like, I'm just wondering, like, were they anticipating so many Wayne's World super fans running out to the store and getting this and be like, "Oh wow, I can't believe these deep cuts." Like, <laughs> I am. Um, did fandom exist like that back in the day? Like back in 1993, four. You know, like uh, were I people don't think so, seeing Wayne's World the movie. <laughs> okay, I mean. <laughs> Wayne's World did well enough to get a sequel, so maybe. The yeah, thing I know, is, just... is they're very adamant in Wayne's World that you are not allowed to play Stairway to Heaven. Yet this game does play Stairway to Heaven, so it's that's like, what I was saying. How like are they going to feature you know, in the game? <laughs> a spit, it's just a spit in the face of Wayne's World fans everywhere who mm-hmm. know that scene. So I now, know. if the game had a level that took place in like Wayne's dream while playing the opening couple of bars of Stairway. But, like, no, just including that song feels disrespectful. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, does the level take place in the music store? Because then doubly disrespectful. I, yeah. you know, I, I don't the know. The first level is based on the music store. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, the, the you, you really got to look up the scene of uh, of how they recreate the Bohemian Rhapsody scene in this game. Just imagine a Super Nintendo. Is it showing... a driving level? <laughs> no, no, no. We're the, it's a, it's a cutscene. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a shot of like Wayne looking over at Garth for like way too long, just the one single shot, right? Then there's a single shot of Garth looking over Wayne again for way too long. Then you get the shot of the four guys in the car for way too long. And then just goes back and forth between that and the shot of them with the head down. Just a boom, 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 boom. Wow. It's, uh, and John, like you, you, you got up for the end of the song. It's, I don't want, uh, no, no, no. You don't have to make reference to that. I was here the whole time. It's so bad. The music in this. <laughs> Like they're, yes, they're no, that's the other thing. Terrible. If you're gonna do versions of Zeppelin and Queen, don't make it sound like shit. <laughs> like, the SNES, like, it, you know, when you get right down to it, it was sample based. So, like, you could have done a better job of making these tunes sound good for the SNES. Like, you, they chose not to. They fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with the the way they made this music sound. It's like, ah, we nailed the rhythm. We nailed the, you know, people know what this is. They don't want the good version. That would be too good. Probably would end up having to pay somebody. But, yeah, man. Uh, no, no, I did not, uh, did not love those versions of Stairway and Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. It's just, yeah. They're not songs that translate well to chiptunes in any real capacity. It's just, you know, hmm. Not so good, Tim. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that that's it. Uh, it's a terrible game. You play as weird bobblehead Wayne trying to save Garth. And uh, man, I can't tell if this makes us want to use my bonus games for the night or no. not. Because just for the record, two movie-based tie-in games should we desire them? Waiting in the wings. We don't even have to discuss I mean, them. <laughs> I still have a game. Yeah. We can could, replace David's have, game with two bonus games. We can jettison David's game from the show and do two more movie tie-in games as respectful to their source material and great as Wayne's World. Game five. <laughs> 
So in two stages of this game, Night Cruise and Sky Ramp, you can see our wings fly past. really liked watching all of you be very confused and then immediately understand. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see some answers. Got there pretty quick, David, all things considered. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesse says super crazy taxi. Sadly incorrect. However, John and Johnny are both correct. This is Stunt Race FX. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the second Super Nintendo game to utilize the FX power chip. Oh yeah, you're not mistaken. Hence well, why that's, FX is that's in the, the title. Rumor. Yeah, I really were pushing that FX. 
and possibly the last? I'm not actually sure. Uh, no, David, because um, fucking Yoshi's Island used the FX chip. Right. I forgot about that. Well, that, might I, be yeah. the, that might be the FX2 chip, though. That might be a different chip. Oh, so that's the second back. version. Well, excuse me, Johnny. <laughs> I didn't know there were two versions of the fucking FX chip. I'm sorry. Jays. Yeah, there's FX well, yeah, the, and then FXX. <laughs> right. So on one no, of these. No, the FX2 chip, which was put in Star Fox 2, which is why they called it Star Fox 2. That tracks. Wait, so S. The, uh, Wait, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> He almost had something. God. So anyway, yeah, so, yeah. Stun, Stunrace FX. Um, it's got the Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, it's got <laughs> the shield. Um, <laughs> it's got you're the worst. Justified. Um, a lot of good shows. On uh, wait, what are we talking about? So, I did not play this game when it originally came out on the Super Nintendo. What? However, it was added to the Nintendo Switch Online. And I, I was that. really I was really excited to play this because I had heard good things about it. What? Um, and there was <laughs> By who? <laughs> what maniac have you been talking to? Tell me who you've been talking to, David. Is They're misleading you. If God they ask so you to withdraw any money from your account, yeah. do not do it. I swear to God, dude, you've been talking to that shrimpy little bitch again. <laughs> yeah, and he told you to fucking buy 30,000 copies of Stunt Race FX and he'd refund you for 29,000 of them. Nope. God damn it, David. Listen, <laughs> he accidentally sent you the Super FX 2 chip. <laughs> so if you want to send that back, but keep the FX 1 chip. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there was, um... <laughs> So there was a, a YouTuber that I followed for a while, but they stopped uploading, so stopped. Anyhow, loved this game like it was a childhood milestone game for them, and like what wanted a... the car to be in Smash Brothers, and was like a huge fan of this game and talking it up, so I was like really, really excited to play this, and this game does not hold up against so, time. What miserable YouTuber were you following? Like, what a fucking unfortunate upbringing that someone had the fondest of memories about Stunt Race FX that they thought the car should make Smash Bros. Like, what? No. Well, this is like, it needs to be buried. Yeah, this is embarrassment. Was the fucking you, game. Was YouTuber Andy Kaufman, was this some kind of thing where <laughs> You, you know, the joke is that he's saying that it's good. Mm-hmm. So I I fired it up, and I was like, wow, these cars are just solid blocks of color with no discernible texture or shading. This is interesting. Like Star Fox. Uh -huh. um, well, yeah, you, you forgot what Star Fox looked like, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Game runs at a also... solid six frames per second. <laughs> It's also weird because it's it's a racing game, but it's slow to, and shitty. To, it's very slow and like you you have to make very long drastic turns, or you can use the L and R button to turn on a fucking dime. And I ran into the wall so many times. Yeah, and it's like it's such a strange, weird little thing. Um. Yeah, no, it, it, it 
fully and thoroughly sucks ass. Um, like, I don't and have anything I, nice to... I, I can't be political about this game. This game fucking sucks, man. <laughs> um, one thing that I did find interesting is there are... The cars in the game are, like, anthropomorphized. They have, like, eyes on their headlights to give them, like, character and everything. You can play as a Formula One racer, you can play as a monster truck, and you can play as a coupe. In English, all of them are referred to as male, but apparently in Japan, the coupe is female. All right, now. Now we're talking. (laughs) What I'm interested in is... I don't know what's weirder to me, the person in Japan who said, no, the coop is definitely a girl, uh, or the person in America who was like, fuck it, a car can't be a girl, they're all yeah. men. Nope, they're like, men. Who was in charge of gendering the vehicles? Oh man, that is a good question. We need to get Shiggy on the phone, because I think we got a problem here. Would you oh. fuck a coop? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Johnny, I'm not gay. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, moving on. Next joke. You, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, what a weird... Uh... Yeah, and I, I mean, you would think that the cars would have selectable genders for each one. And I'm not saying it even needs to be something as simple as blue car versus pink car, but like cars just kind of don't have genders. What about, okay, okay. (laughs) Have you seen cars that have eyelashes? Oh, you mean the cars eyelashes. (laughs) But there's also trucks that have testicles. Mm -hmm. Have you seen those? Hell yeah, I have. I live in Tallahassee, man. Of course I have. Yeah, truck nuts all over <laughs> the place. See, the thing is, like, you're talking about cars not really having gender, but this car has a bow on the top of it. Yeah. I mean, that seems pretty clearly a female car. Okay, well, you didn't mention that before. You just said it was a coupe. No, no, no. I'm. I was kidding. I was oh, saying okay. that, like, just adding a bow to something automatically makes it female. Gosh. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry. I thought you withheld a, a serious piece of gendering information. Like, yeah, if you put a pink bow on the car, then yes, I have no issue with calling it the the woman car. But like, <laughs> no. If they're just fucking the blocky stunt race FX cars, why have genders at all? Why not just make them fucking cars? Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it really is like playing Star Fox and looking at the R-Wing and saying, oh, that's a guy. Like, what? Well, clearly it is. It's, I mean, it's not even... The stunt race FX cars aren't even cars. They're just blocks. Right. No, that's... Uh, man. Yeah, no, I, I did not realize that they... Uh, Gendered the cards. That's a really that's more than I expected to learn about this. And uh Yeah, it, it's it doesn't go, you know, a long way towards making me like the game. It makes me yeah. like it less. Like I'm I'm now I'm pissed. <laughs> Not only is the game um, suck shit, but like it's also stupid with genders of cards. <laughs> hey there, Miss Coop. Can I ask, is there a Mr. Coop? <laughs> <laughs> no, there is not. Can you hit on the cars? <laughs> Man, they make key parties really interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which one of you am I getting inside? <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, do the cars have any other characterization? Like... 
They're just fucking cars. Like, what are the what are the characters? They just they drive. Like, why do they need? I mean, I get the eyes. Like, I remember those fucking oh. Chevron ads from the nineties. But like, you know, what real characterization do cars fucking need? Like, no, that's that's literally the only thing that they have is eyes on the headlights. Yeah. And it's not even like they eyes. It's just the headlights with like a black strip down the middle. Yeah. Like, now, okay. This is a it's an FX game, so it's like in the Star Fox, the uh, you know universe. kind of realm. <laughs> Do the cars fucking talk to each other? Like yeah, da ba da da. I'll be completely honest. I did not play this two player, and I did not play this beyond about eight minutes. Yeah, no shit. I remember also, but I don't think so. See, I remember this coming out on the Switch online service and being like, "Hey, cool! A Nintendo first party game that I never got the chance to play back in the day. What a nice inclusion! I can't wait to play this." And eight minutes is fucking generous, David. This game sucks. It was so hard to play and so unenjoyable. Like, if you're gonna call it Stunt Race FX, at least make it fun to fucking like drive and pull off a stunt. You know, I'm thinking wave race levels of simplicity. A car or a jet ski goes over a ramp and you press a couple of things and it flips. Why was that so fucking hard to do in this game? Like, why was this game made? Well, that I, was so hard to do because they spent so much resources gendering the cars. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, somebody back there is like, you know, hey, listen, like Star Fox, you know, we know it secretly sucks ass, but it's got these kind of fun, like, you know, barrel roll and like you can press the other buttons to make the plane act a certain way. Should we apply like, I don't know, that easy barrel rolling mechanic to stunt race FX? And Shiggy is like, no. I am too busy thinking about these cars' genitals to even <laughs> think about making the stunts worth doing in Stunt Race FX. Uh, it simply can't be done. Uh, you know, a woman car can't do a barrel roll. What are you mad? Get out of my face! Um, fucking, I'm so mad at this game, David. Why'd you? Like, oh, it's. Uh, <clears throat> So gender and genitals so, don't you know have to like, don't get into it with me, okay. Jenny. It's I'm I'm deep in the show right now, and I'm sorry if I'm not saying the correct terms. Yeah. So the point is the this reason game sucks and is stupid. <laughs> the reason I brought this game is because John was saying like, yeah, we used all the noteworthy, worthwhile SNES games. I stand and while by that. This game, while this game sucks. It was, like, the second 3D game on the SNES. Like, it has historical significance. It's terrible, but it has historical significance. Like and I think it's... Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. The Second World War has historical significance, David. Have you considered that? <laughs> FX chip equal to World War? <laughs> 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 FX1, FX2, it adds up. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. It all adds up. We've been waiting FX. for FX3 for all these years. Ugh. Jeez. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, uh... Um, so, this, this is not a good game. It has infuriated John. I think we're good to move on. 
Yeah, so I was going to say, do we want to, you know, we can we can call the show now or we can try to wash this uh, bad taste out of our mouths with my series of bad movie games. <laughs> yeah! Fuck yeah! So, uh, this game was released on um, multiple platforms, but of course we're hearing the tunes from the SNES version. But I've got trivia about the NES version. The NES 
version of this game features a level not present in any other version. That level is, of course, based on the William Shakespeare play Hamlet. guys who's feeling great yeah i'm actually not feeling bad oh good good very good (laughs) johnny uh you want to explain your logic behind that one (laughs) no okay good so johnny says wayne's world 2 sadly incorrect jesse says super taming of the shrew sadly incorrect and david has the correct answer. This is, of course, yes. Last Action Hero. <laughs> um, yeah, Last Action Hero. Uh, released in 1994 for the SNES to coincide with the VHS release of the hit <laughs> 1993 movie Last Action Hero. <laughs> Oh. I love everything about that sentence. <laughs> you want to know something great? They uh, they really should not have even made this game because by the time this was coming out, Last Action Hero had so thoroughly flopped. Last Action Hero, you know, just terrible fucking movie. Um, you know, fun to revisit, but like really a ruinously dumb movie. Um, one of the silliest missteps I would argue in any Hollywood career ever, let alone just Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Yeah. Can you guys name the movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger made in between Terminator two and last action hero? Junior. You guys remember this? You guys remember this classic? True lies. No. Okay. Uh, the one where he's pregnant. That's junior. And no, Jesse, do you remember the movie that Arnold made between Terminator 2 and Last Action Hero? A Twins? No, that was before Terminator 2. No, he didn't make any movies between Terminator 2 and Last Action Hero. He followed up the biggest hit of his career with Last Action Hero. A uh, movie that, I don't know, for some reason he decided to take the piss out of himself. And uh, make a bad meta movie. You know... I, I don't understand making this career choice. Like you've made the coolest fucking movie in the history of like action movies and you follow it up with like the naked gun version of itself. Uh and like yeah, I don't know. I love Arnold. He's a he's a cool cat, but like 
What? No, don't. Why'd you do that? Who's your fucking agent? Like, why wouldn't you follow up your best movie with a fucking good movie? I don't know. And then with regards to the game, once this movie had so thoroughly flopped, you know, it came out the week either before or after Jurassic Park, and it just got its com- its lunch completely eaten. Why? Oh, put so this- not a lot of good <laughs> stuff coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, it, like it, it had no competition, and still flopped. But yeah, no. Um, why release this game? Why release a beat 'em up based on Last Action Hero in you know whatever January of 1994? Um, you know, I, I just I don't understand it. The game sucks balls. Uh, it's a beat 'em up, and you play as. Uh, Jack Slater, and it barely looks like Schwarzenegger. That might be the worst part of this th- fucking game. It doesn't even look like Schwarzenegger. Jack Slater's just like some dude, and you have to punch and kick guys, and that's all you do. There's no, like, fun movie magic. There's some punching and kicking. There's a driving level. You know, there's no good cutscenes. I don't even think Arnold's likeness appears in this game, save for the box. It's, uh... It's a wildly shitty game. Um, just a a great big mess, a, a great big hilarious mess. I, you know, I'm sensing that I'm the only person here that's put any time in Last Action Hero. Sorry, I, you know, I guess uh, you know this is this is no Wayne's World. I guess nobody has strong opinions on Last Action Hero, judging by the blank looks. <laughs> I thought the I movie was, say, was really good. It was funny. really good. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't have opinions on the game, but I like the movie. You do? Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's like a good satire, and, you know, it's real goofy, and, and, um, that, the, some good gags, you know. Like, I agree. I just, like, it's, I mean, it, it's not it holds an Oscar, of course. Well, no, so. certainly not. I'm not holding that standard. I, I'm really, I think my main beef with it is that it's like, this movie is fucking Arnold's follow-up to fucking Terminator 2. And it's like, no, no, why would you make this? Like, this is you at the height of your fame and height of your success. You made the highest, like, one of the highest grossing movies ever. You're, like, you know, Hollywood's fucking guy. And then you make a movie where you just make fun of yourself. And everyone hates it. And Jurassic Park comes along and fucking buries it. Yeah, you know, if he had made True Lies, which was itself like a parody almost of action movies before making last action hero he would have fucking stayed on top for another you know couple of years but just a a mess of a fucking idea making this fucking movie in general you know the movie's got its moments you know but the game has none of that like none of the fun stuff from the movie all the fun movie stuff comes from like weird alternate hollywood referential shit where the kid gets sucked into the action world and like Stallone is playing all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's roles and shit like that. None of that's in this fucking game. It's a beat em up. Like, you beat up the guy with the axe, and then eventually you beat up uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, and that's your fucking game. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's very silly. And uh, the, fun, the other fun fact about it, it was uh, so clearly going to be a failure that the uh, company that made it, I guess, set the price really high. Apparently, the retail price for this pack when it came out was 100 bucks. Um, uh, excuse me? 
Yeah. hundred dollars? Like, we gotta, you know, because like Sony was back in this and they're like, listen, we gotta make some fucking, you know, some scratch off this. So set the price at a hundred and don't fucking move from that. And so, yeah, inevitably they had to. Nobody bought the game. It ended up in like the Kmart clearance bin. It's, um, it's a wild fucking thing they did. Uh, making a making a shitty game based on a failure of a movie and then being like, would you like to pay us way more money than any other game that's out right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you think this was like a producer's type scenario where they made the game I, prohibitively expensive? I'm kind of wondering that. <laughs> to get some books cleaned up here. Right. I, I don't know <laughs> how that would work with regards to doing that with like SNES games. Nowadays with like downloadable games i could see people pulling that scam but like they had to box and fucking manufacture and ship this shit to different stores around the country like i, I don't know man this is a there's a big undertaking for this failure of a fucking game but it's uh it's like the reverse strategy of what they do now people make weird shitty shovelware they dump it on the on steam or on switch and they you know charge you they, they set the price at ten dollars and then sell it for 90 percent off for one dollar and it's like yeah maybe you play it that's great this it's like no can you give us a hundred <laughs> like no <laughs> like this game it's bad and it takes like 20 minutes to complete why you know can you imagine buying last action hero for one hundred dollars like can you imagine buying any movie game like i'm just you know it, it really, in getting ready for this episode, I was like, man, was this the golden age of movie games and also the golden age of movie games that, like, sucked fucking balls? Like, they just kept making these and throwing them out there. It's like, yeah, let's turn Wayne's World into a platformer. Let's do the fucking Flintstones movie as a platformer. Let's do fucking, you know, Cliffhanger and Last Action Hero as beat-em-ups. Like... You know, what the fuck were they thinking with these things? Like, they, you know, I know it probably, it has to have proved profitable at some point. But, like, why, you know, why make every fucking movie into a game? And in this case, why charge $100 for it? <laughs> like, it's a bold strategy. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I wish, uh, wish more companies had tried it. But, I don't know. Everything about this game's baffling. Um... From the price to the music to the fucking lack of Arnold cutscenes. We were talking about that earlier with fucking SNES cutscenes. Why is this game not play like Ninja Gaiden? Like, you know, it's the SNES. You could do a couple of voice samples and you could do some nice looking cutscenes. Why does that not happen? Why do all the fucking SNES, uh, you know, movie tie in games look like shit and suck? <laughs> I, don't, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. <sighs> Jeez. Judging by your reactions, you don't get it either. So, no, no. I, I, I'm still stuck Can't on the hundred dollar thing. Like, right, Johnny? Give me a, give me something better to spend a hundred dollars on in 1994. <laughs> Anything? A um, hundred tacos? Um. <laughs> you could oh, you could get more than a hundred tacos for a hundred dollars in 1994. Huh. You know, tacos used to be like sixty nine cents. Yeah, you get uh, the shit? 100 Arizona iced teas. Oh, see, yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> you can get 
<laughs> you know, fucking 24,000 ounces of Arizona tea. What was the John knives? I was going to tell you. I accidentally sent you 30,000 ounces of Arizona iced tea. <laughs> if you could send me back 24,000 ounces, but you keep oh. there being 6,000. That's a good deal, man. <laughs> It's a better deal than last session. I really hate that this became the reference for the episode. It's going to mean nothing to anybody except me. I was going to say, I was like, I can't wait for people to listen. Like, wait, what are they talking about? I refuse to ever explain this reference, and I hope you all do too. Out of respect to me. Yep. Um, Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, good. It's not my reference to explain. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, last action hero. You know, guys, we should start movie nights back up. We should watch that, see if it holds up. Because uh, it's, uh, it's a fucking... It's a weird fucking movie that I would call not very good, but I know holds up okay. It just was not the right movie for the time. The game? Suck my balls. Uh, <laughs> go away forever. And I would apply that. Go ahead and, you know, stretch that out. Stretch those balls out to all SNES movie games. Uh, you know, we're going to the calculating computer. You don't, you guys don't have time to disprove it, but there are no worthwhile movie tie-in games, particularly in the SNES era. I will take rebuttals for the next eight seconds. I mean, I feel like there's at least one. You're, su- you're supposed to have just said one, David. You ran out of time. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. Unbelievable. The half a point, baby. (laughs) God. Four lightning round points. And a half a point. On, uh... God. Fucking Sugar Ray's. A win's Johnny, a win. <laughs> Johnny knows his fake baseball teams, and he knows that there was once a man named Sugar Ray. Um, fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> but also, well done, Johnny. Great game. Uh, congratulations on uh, another glorious win. You, I, I guess I should acknowledge you as the champion of Game That Tune, the Thank August you. Absurdity King. It makes sense. He's, he's on a strong run. We're booking him strong. So... Johnny, it's time for you to choose a new theme. Choose uh, a theme for the next episode of Game That Tune. Keeping in mind, let me just double check here. Um, well, okay, we've used more SNES games on the show than Genesis games. I'm, yep. I'm not saying don't do Genesis games, but I'm also kind of saying don't just fucking do Genesis games, Johnny. Give us a give us a theme for next week's episode. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, let's see here. I think next week's theme should be games from 16-bit consoles. God damn it. That weren't the Super Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) And were the Sega Genesis. (laughs) (sighs) This is what sucks about Johnny winning August Absurdity. We have to abide by that theme. So... Son of a bitch, are you telling me it's Sega Genesis games next it's week? Sega Genesis, no, uh, uh, yes, it's Sega Genesis games. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> you know, we've, uh, we've weathered themes like this before, you know, case in point tonight. Um, 
And I mean, there are plenty of Sega Genesis games to use. So yeah, we'll be ready. It'll be, uh, it'll be a good show for Johnny. For, uh, for the rest of us, we'll see. Are we including add-ons to the Sega Genesis? Yes. Sega CD Sega counts, CD. 32X counts. Saturn. Um, Saturn is Dreamcast. not an add-on. No, 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 those don't count. The Devastator <laughs> counts. All um, Yakuza games. The Activator counts. Ooh, the Menacer counts. What about the... What is it called? The, um, the, the power thing... But you put it, but you put it in the top of it, and it can play the Master power System converter? games. Yes, that thing. That does not count. Okay. <laughs> that is a, no. After all that, <laughs> yeah, those, wow. those are Sega Master System games. <laughs> oh, okay. Word. Yeah. yeah. No, not interested in Sega Master System games. Even though, uh, to be fair, Johnny, we've used the Sega Master System on the show so much less than the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Alright, let's, well, let's open the save. I also have a Brazilian guest lined up for next week. <laughs> then let's let's include the Master no, System. No, 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 I'm kidding. I don't. I don't. Let's just not. So state it clearly for the record what the theme is, Johnny. Sega Genesis games. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, great. Um, can't wait to uh, do what Nintendo didn't on uh, next week's episode. So, man. What a uh, what a show it's going to be, and what a show it was this week, uh, guys! Great show, uh, everybody watching live with us on Twitch.tv/slash/game that tune. Thank you for being here. We love you joining us every Wednesday night at nine Eastern. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash/game that tune, the home for our awesome live show. Thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form. Our podcasts come out uh, Tuesday mornings. GameThatTune.com, uh, Spotify, or anywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, be sure to check us out. Leave us a rating if you're doing it on Spotify. We appreciate those. Uh, but yeah, just fucking you know, enjoy game that tune in podcast form. Keep doing that. Uh, special shout out to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com/slash game that tune. Home for awesome exclusives. We've got game that tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got VIP access to game that tune radio featuring uh, on-demand listening, downloads, uh, special soundtracks, things like that. Uh, we've got movie nights coming back. We're going to watch Last Action Hero and also Wayne's World. Um, it's going to be... Exactly. We we're going we're gonna to overlap them. It's going to be good. Uh, yeah, We'll see if we can make something uh, coherent at patreon.com slash game that tune. Um, and most of all, you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream, gttradio.com. We love you guys supporting us on Patreon. Special shout out to our absurd fans on Patreon, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix Tier 2121, Beast Pond, and the Kerrigan. A fantastic group of absurd fans that we've got there on Patreon. Um, want to give a shout out again to our requester this week, David, who made the request. Uh, the request came from Acre in our Discord. Yes, Acre. Fantastic request. Discord's the place to make them. Or you can hit us up, GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media site, which, uh, if rumors are true, an old, uh, you know, EM is going to start charging everybody for X, it's about time for everybody to migrate over to GameThatTune.club for all your social media needs. We're going to come up and steal his fucking, you know, we're going to eat his lunch here any second now. GameThatTune.club is going to pop off in the social media world. So join us there, but more accurately, make your request via Discord. And guys, that's going to do it. What a show it's been. Uh, Johnny, 
God, you get to close us out with bonus tunes. So I shudder to think what we're going home with tonight. You should shudder, John. Tonight, Good. in the spirit of next week's theme of Sega Genesis games, we are going home with the Sega Genesis version of Bohemian Rhapsody from Wayne's World. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Peace out, everybody! <laughs> Boxing Legends of the Ring is copyright 1993 Sculptured Software and Electro Brain. Prehistoric Man is copyright 1996 Titus France. Extra Innings is copyright 1992 Sting and Sony ImageSoft Incorporated. Wayne's World is copyright 1993 Gray Matter Incorporated and THQ. Stunt Race FX is copyright 1994 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Last Action Hero is copyright 1994 Bits Studios and Sony ImageSoft Incorporated. I accidentally skipped over like a uh, like eight words. There's I'm more. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you better redo Do it. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fresh yeah, take on this that. wrong, I'm going to blame the incorrect yeah. trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, you're on mute. I can't hear you. Yeah, you, we can't oh, hear right. shit. Well, it, it, the good thing is it's no, recording okay. me on mine. Yeah, we see a little I, mute I, thing. Stop, stop telling me that I'm on mute. I don't oh, care. Yeah. I knew I was muted. Okay. I, was, I was muted in the chat, not on my microphone. So everything that I just said on my end oh, it'll be cool. the podcast we'll get All to right. hear it Ooh. yeah we'll get a surprise later All right, let's oh, see some answers. <laughs> it's me being coherent oh man <laughs> <laughs>